0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Leaving the crowds, Jesus went to the house, and his disciples came to him and said, Explain the parable about darnel in the field to us. He said in reply, the sower of the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world. The good seed is the subjects of the kingdom. The darnel, the subjects of the evil one. The enemy who sowed them, the devil. The harvest is the end of the world. The reapers are the angels. Well then, just as the darnel is gathered up and burnt in the fire, so it will be at the end of time. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that provoke offences, and all who do evil, and throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and grinding of teeth. Then the virtuous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Listen, anyone who has ears. The Gospel of the Lord. John Lennon's 1971 song, Imagine, Encourage a generation to imagine there is no heaven or hell and to instead embrace living for today. It is no wonder that it has become a sort of anthem for the current woke generation, a generation that thinks it is more conscientized, more enlightened, more progressive than any generation before this. In fact, the woke crowd would consider prior generations As denizens of the dark ages. This is the reason why they believe that they are most deserving, the most entitled, and the most qualified generation to fix the world. It is quite common today to hear that the gospel is not really about the afterlife. According to this claim, the gospel answers much bigger questions than a person's eternal state. It's about life today, not so much about tomorrow. And slowly but surely we have begun to let slip Christ's promise of divine judgment that appears in the Apostles' Creed. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. Many Christians talk a lot about justice, but very little about judgment. Justice here and now is a popular subject. Judgment there and then, not so much. But justice and judgment are two sides of the same coin. You cannot have perfect justice without judgment. God cannot make things right without declaring certain things wrong. It's the judgment of God that leads to a perfectly just world. Try to take out one without the other and you lose the good news. That is why the parable of the wheat and the darnel seeks to make this fundamental correction. People who merely focus on justice here and now would often grow impatient and angry with the messiness they see around them. Impatience leads to despair. There will be the constant temptation to right every wrong, root out every evil, find a solution to every problem, and instead of making progress, they often end up creating more trouble. When they're here now, we must accept the messiness of our human condition and recognize that evil remains prevalent and part of life though we should never submit to it nor tolerate it. St. Alphonsus understood this as he wrote his books on moral theology. He reflected the rigors of Jensenism, which demanded a standard of perfectionism, which was beyond our human capacity to attain. He understood the human heart most clearly, that we are not made as angels, but our hearts and wills are a constant battlefield where both Wheat and darnel battle for dominance. In the end, grace will triumph as long as we are willing to cooperate with God. The ending of the parable and our Lord's allegorical interpretation, which we have just heard in today's gospel passage, reminds us that though we may not experience perfect justice here and now, we will encounter God's justice in the end and his just and perfect judgment is assured. To imagine a world without heaven and hell would indeed be a nightmare. It would mean that we would have to resolve every single issue in the here and now. And since this is impossible, life would be infinitely unjust and a living hell. It is only with the certainty that there would be a heaven for the righteous and a hell for the wicked that we are free from having to take justice into our own hands which may eventually lead to our own damnation. So if someone were to tell me to imagine a world without heaven and hell, I would tell them, imagine a world without justice, a world without peace, a world without love, because it would be a world without accountability and consequences. If the world needs fixing, the only way is to begin with ourselves through repentance and the grace of God.